I'm calling you to tell you that you're very nasty. I would call you a nasty woman. And you know who told me to call you? Your husband. The LeVan Center of Innovation, based in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, is the world's first theme park for entrepreneurs, supporting the founder's journey from birth of an idea through successful exit or global expansion. Bring your ideas to life and scale your company by enrolling in one of our Founders Journey programs. The LeVan Center is accepting applications for ongoing Ideate and Incubate programs now. For membership and program information, visit the LeVan Center at sflinnovation.com. What's up, everybody in the OWL community? This is episode number 20 on the OWL podcast. You might be noticing someone a little different to my right over here. Jimmy cannot make it as the co-host today, so we wanted to keep this show running. So Danielle Santilli, who was our guest last week at episode number 19, is your co-host in the show with me. Danielle, welcome to the OWL podcast once again. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah, so you've been rocking it on the OWL platform itself you have over 30 calls i've noticed and you've been being some amazing human beings so tell us about some of these stories what's come from them yeah i mean it's been great i've been searching people in my industry um you know everything from talent agents to booking agents to other musicians producers so i've been connecting with people in that way and of course it's been great to make a little bit of money too making some calls new fans um like i said last week i just released a song so i've had new followers for that so i've just been loving it all around which actually brought us <laughs> to the guests who are left right here right out of the blue you know yeah. you're reaching out to Josh over here, Rosen, who runs Josh Rosen Impressions, right? And now he's sitting on the Owl Podcast. How cool is that, right? And the funniest part, on um, we had a little ambassador meeting the other day, yep. and someone was talking about how funny you were. I guess they had already, they you did. just got on the app, yeah. and they already did a call with you, and they were raving about you. So it's pretty cool. And, yep. and that is the power of the Owl platform. At yeah. the end of the day, all these social platforms out there, you're messaging people connecting, but you don't really know who that other individual is on the mm -hmm. other end. Like if I saw Josh's profile, I'd be like, yeah, he seems interesting, but I wouldn't get that, that, that voice to come mm -hmm. with it. Like that other individual did on owl. Yep. And then all of a sudden when you said, Hey, you know, I have a great guest for Friday, right? Our, our guests couldn't make it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I just heard about this guy, mm -hmm. you know, we got to have him on the show and he's five minutes down the road. And here we are today because mm -hmm. of human connection. Mm -hmm. And that's what owl is all about. So Josh, Welcome to Owl Podcast today. Start things out. Tell our audience what your business is all about. Well, thank you, Jason, for having me. Absolutely. It's fun to be on. Um, so I'm a comedian and impressionist based out of South Florida, and I do a lot of live shows throughout South Florida. I also obviously do impersonations. That's my my niche, my forte. Ooh, this is going to be a fun show today, I have a feeling. Yeah. And uh, so I've been doing it for a few years and really in the last year, though, uh, my social following, especially on Twitter, has really taken off. I think I know why. Let me guess. Who's the, the number one person people request? I don't think you're going to get it. I was going to say Donald Trump and he's big it's on actually, Twitter. It's actually not Donald Trump. No. As good as I do Trump, which I, I've got him down perfectly. Okay. Uh, it's Skip Bayless. You know who Skip Bayless is? I do not. He's a sports media personality who was on every morning on a debate show on Fox Sports. And he's got a, over 3 million Twitter followers. And no one's ever imitated him before because he's so difficult to do. Ooh. So on Twitter, there's a big sports fan audience. That's the impression that just exploded on Twitter. Over do you know, do you know Skip or no? 
I'm not a huge sports yeah. person. I'm always like, I'm like, my problem is I'm working like 14 right. hours a day yeah. between multiple businesses right but now, and I don't have a minute of time to watch sports like I used to do. I have two young children as well. Right. So totally understandable. But outside of uh, that impression, certainly all the presidents I do: Trump, Biden. Okay, let's kick yeah. things off because everyone knows Donald Trump's voice. So, so give it to us. So it's great to be on the OWL podcast. You know, it's probably the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts. And I know more about podcasts than anyone. Believe me. Okay. I actually created podcasts. And believe me, a lot of the podcasts are very low energy. But when I come on the podcast, it's the highest rated podcast in the history of podcasts. Believe me. Believe me. I believe you. <laughs> Danielle, do you believe him? I do. And I love the the lips too. It's it's really you got it down. Wait, so I gotta ask this. You know, do you do you ever wear the bodysuit and and really get out there do, to yeah. be Donald Trump? I do. Uh I have a wig that's really bad though. So usually I'll just put the red hat on or just do it, you know, I just take my like when I'm doing a live comedy set, I'll turn my back to the audience, just take my glasses off and do the duck lips. Hmm. With the hand motions, and they know who it is before I even open my mouth. Danielle, I think I know what's going to have to happen. I think we're going to have to have him come back, right? And, of course, do this impersonation with, with the whole suit on one day. Mm. And then everyone on the Owl Pop is going to want to call you, of course. We love yeah. Owl. You know, I had a great call on Owl, actually, with a guy. And he was really tremendous. And he loved the sound of my voice, you know, because I've got the greatest sounding voice in the history of voices. <laughs> okay? And by the way... This is going to be the highest rated OWL podcast of all of them. Believe me, billions of viewers, billions. <laughs> billions. China. 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 I'm so say. curious, obviously, as, as a vocalist myself, like just how you got into this in general, because you said you've been doing it for a few years. Like, was it the presidential election that inspired you? Like, what so, have you been doing this since you were a kid? Like, what? I have been doing impressions since I was a kid because okay. I think it starts with, yeah, there's a natural talent. And mm -hmm. then also I'm a very observational person, um, as I think most comedians are, because we all observe things and, and doing sure. impressions. I just would notice things. So I used to imitate the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> without them knowing a lot of times. the but, old days of the prank calls right yeah, prank thinking calls. like z100 and yeah. all of a sudden you're acting like somebody else like the school teacher and all of a sudden everyone's panicking like what'd you do at school today and you're like <laughs> you're getting getting that bully back a little bit right getting back a little bit so uh you know other students in class and then and then i started to do celebrities um stone cold steve austin was one of my first impressions cool and then marv albert the nba broadcaster Yes, it counts, and the foul. So I used to do those voices, and then um, it just kind of continued to evolve. And then when I got to college, uh, I went to Florida State University, and that's where I started to do stand-up. And my stand-up act became Impressions. Cool. Yeah. So, so how do you monetize, right? At the end of the day, you know, everyone listening to you is – you know, you know, amazed they're laughing, but then, you know, at the end of the day, you got to pay bills, right? Yeah. So, so explain the monetization behind your skills. So I have, uh, I'm, I'm able to sell voice messages now through my website, voice and video messages. So sometimes people request, Hey, can you do uh Donald Trump wishing this person a happy birthday? And I get a lot of those messages now. Cool. Um, I'm also on cameo but I sell it through also directly through my website. So people send me requests all the time. 
to do audio and video messages of whoever I'm imitating. And that's one way to monetize. And then I also, in I do a lot of live shows now. Cool. Do you have any liability, right? Where people say, oh, well, you know, you're, you're using Donald Trump's voice. So you're making X because of that. Cause he's so popular. Is there any risk on that side? No, because, um, I tell people I'm yeah. an impressionist cool. and comedian. So that protects me. Cool. Awesome. I never claimed to be the actual person. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like the owl platform is going to be amazing, right? Oh, because yeah. it's pure voice. So, you know, if I close my eyes and listen to, to what you just did with Donald Trump, like I would just be like, give me more, give me more. Right. This is amazing. Obviously when people see you, they, they immediately know it's not you, all these video apps. Right. Right. Not, not Donald Trump. I meant, of course. Uh, so Owl's going to be fantastic. I think it will. Well, you know, and I was going to say too, during COVID, I was trying to figure out, cause obviously we couldn't live perform. So I, I clubhouse became a big outlet yeah. for me. Sure. Um, and I became known as the president on there. And I would just have my profile picture. I do Trump or Biden, whoever I was imitating at the time. And I got very popular doing that on there. So that got me to think, wow, audio, social media and platforms could be a huge boost for me going forward. And is that your connection to Twitter? Because, of course, Twitter, you know, came out with a competitive product to Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, right? Uh, they are more NFT geared. You know, you have all yep. large rooms there. But again, no matter what room it is, they hear your voice and they're like, okay, you know, where else can I, Oh yeah, you know, get in touch with you, of course. Yeah. I've been in some big Twitter spaces rooms, um, like Grant Cardone knows me now as the Trump guy and cool. a bunch of other people. So uh, on Twitter, I've definitely gotten a following from, from doing those rooms. Cool. They'll just bring me up a lot of times. Like, oh, we have the, the president here. Cool. Danielle, how did, how did you two meet? We actually met at a networking event, the one that cool. I went to the other day, YPAD. It's a local Delray event for people under 40. It's kind of hard sometimes in Florida to find that. So yeah, so we met there and I actually spotted him from across the room and like knew that he was an artist. Like I just, I felt that vibe, like everyone there were very like businessy and kind of like in suits. And I just, I was like, I feel like you're an, also an artist. Like I could just sense it. I could sense. And so we just got to talking and um, yeah. See that yeah. it's all, it, it goes right back to networking and mm -hmm. connections at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I think the last five, 10 years, we all got so addicted to followers and likes mm -hmm. and, you know, it's harder to make a living in all these different verticals today on social media and everyone yeah. got addicted to the, to the shortcut. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're learning real quick. Like those shortcuts could be shut down quite quickly. If TikTok goes down tomorrow, there's a lot of people in trouble. Oh, you yeah. know, remember that day Facebook went down for one day and people were crying. Oh, yeah. It's all right? about the email and, list guys. And, and the Facebook <laughs> ads. Yeah. It's, you're not able to control yeah. your, your actual connections at the end of the day. But when it comes to that human connection, when you meet mm -hmm. people at a live event, you know, you two will always know each other. Mm -hmm. Right, you'll always have each other's contacts, information on socials, email, phone number, but then that's also what makes Owl so powerful. It's mm -hmm. like no matter what happens, if you did 30, 40 calls on Owl, which you, how many calls have you done so far? It's been really quick, but you already done, yeah done a handful, right? Yeah, I've done a handful. I like to do. I start doing a lot more, yeah. obviously, you know. And I guess the thing is, I'm trying to figure out when I call people, sure, to go uh, quickly into a, a character or just uh, <laughs> introduce myself. But I think the more I do it, people will start to know me as the guy who who does this, who has this talent, and, and oh yeah, figure out. See, I think the the neat thing is 
you know, being in a one-on-one situation for yourself, right? When you're in these clubhouse rooms and groups, you only get so much time to get up, up to the stage when there's 300, 500,000 plus people in a room, you know, people want to do more one-on-ones right. with you, but it's awkward in front of big audiences. And then also when you're in an in-person networking event, it's hard too, right? You're, you're, there's other people listening, what's going on. But with Al, what's cool, if they're calling you, right? It's that live aspect where Cameo does not deliver. Right. Like Cameo is like it's stage. Like, okay, I got to deliver something in seven days. But now you're just having a shitty day, right? right? I'm like, I'm just going to call Josh. Yeah. You know, I just want to, I just want to laugh, right? Cheer and, people up. For whatever that price is, it's 10 bucks for 10 minutes, a hundred bucks for 10 minutes, whatever it might be. You know, that's the beauty of this audio technology that people do one-on-one and you are, are monetizing at the same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love this. So I'm really excited to keep going forward with, uh, cause I like doing the quick hitting. I like improvising in the characters that I sure. imitate too. So this is a blast for me. And then of course, on the flip side, you could just networking and make outbound calls. So it's That's not right. always about the inbound side of things. A lot of people just, you know, will read a bio and then move on. But at the end of the day, if you call them and do what you're doing with us right now in the studio, they're like, Hey, actually I have an event coming up, you know, in Meisner park, maybe you should come out and I'm gonna give you a microphone. And we're like, we're gonna make the whole crowd laugh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Danielle will be there. And that is a serious event. We do have one coming up in April mm-hmm. with uh, our other podcast, The Shrimp Tank. And we're going to partner with the city of Boca Raton. And uh, Danielle will be singing there. And of course, now I'm thinking about. I, I was going to actually suggest. I was like, yeah. hmm, maybe we get you Maybe, to maybe, maybe. We're putting all the pieces together as we speak. Yeah. Cool. So uh, let's talk about just overall mentors to you. Is there a mentor out there that has helped you get to where you are today? Do you believe in mentors? Go into detail. I do. I didn't used to, but I do now because uh, <laughs> uh, a little over about a year and a half ago, I met someone who's a um, who's a com- who's an older comedian. He's retired now. Okay. His name is Bruce Smirnoff, and he's uh, such a nice guy. And he he lives in South Florida, and he happened to see me performing one night in a bar in Boca in a local show. You sure. know where there wasn't that many people there. And he just took a real liking to what I was doing. He was like, wow, like I haven't seen, uh, you know, someone with your talent down here. And so for the last year and a half, he's really been mentoring me and guiding me, you know, because he's been through that industry and had a lot of, you know, successes and failures. So so based off of that, I, I do believe in mentors now. I'm curious to hear you could be in a city like LA, right? So like what made you decide to stay in Florida? Like, do you find that it's better to be like, there's almost more opportunity here. Cause if you were there, you'd be competing with like all those other comedy people or that is part of it. Honestly. Um, also I have always said to myself, if I need to move, I will, um, Mm -hmm but I want to continue to work on what I'm doing here because Mm -hmm. there's so much, first of all, like the population's exploded here, of course. And Mm -hmm. then with social media, like you could really live anywhere now Mm -hmm. and become very popular and, and, and famous just doing your stuff uh, wherever you want. Yep. So that's kind of been my plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not afraid to move to LA or New York if I were to get cast on a show Mm -hmm. or, uh, to fly in for certain things. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, I'm from Florida and once you're in Florida, it's hard to leave. <laughs> it is right. You know, I talked to so many people. It's like, once you get down here, it's like, okay, am I really going to go back up North where it's freezing out? I tell people you know, like, I go back to the grind in New York city. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's hard. It's nice to visit. 
Exactly. But it's hard to, to a lot really of people don't leave when they're on vacation. I met a guy the other night who is now on Al, by the way, because I've I've been like out just like you should try this. Owlin. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I was on vacation here and I just never went home. Like a lot of people have that story. So yep. it's interesting. That's why I moved down here. I kept visiting down here. I'm like, I just moved down. Yeah. Here. You know, the myth of up north is like it's only for retirees down here. Yeah. And then you get down here and you're like, wait a second, that's not true at all. You got Delray Beach, mm-hmm. which is which is phenomenal. A lot of young professionals there. Of course, West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. Miami. There are so many opportunities in this state right now. It's so diverse. There's three comedy clubs now yeah. down here, Miami Improv, Dania, which is the new one, and West Palm. And then there's even in the comedy. I mean, I, I'm on this uh, local cruise in J- Jungle Queen, Fort cool. Lauderdale. So I'm one of the entertainers on there every month. So um, My buddy Captain's one of those boats. It's oh, really? Funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fun gig. It's a variety show. He does on the side. It's just he has fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a blast. Cool. Yeah. So what about the the stand-up gigs that you do? Is that a money-making situation or that's kind of just kind of to keep building yourself in 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 the PR world, let's say, just get your brand out there? Both. Okay. Um, sometimes there's like gigs that I'll do because I need to just get on stage sure. and the reps of doing it and I'll do those for free or for very low money. Um, but then there's other gigs I'll do that are private shows that are obviously a lot higher paying. So it kind of depends on, on the gig and I have some people helping me now, you know, a manager that's been helping me get, get more exposure and get more professional gigs. Cool. Yeah. Cause I, I, I could see like, of course the cameo it's easy money, but at the same time, like it, the volume's not there, right? You get 500 right. cameos completed in a year. Cameo rips over 50%. I, I believe when uh, it's done through the mobile app, cause they get hit with the Apple 30% fee. So all of a sudden you're like, okay, I did, I did 500, but then you look at your bottom line. Yeah. If you're charging like 50 bucks per one, you're only getting $20 each time. And you know, it's cool when you're like, it's ah, not a big deal. You do a couple, but after a while, if you're doing them every week, you're like, wait, I'm not actually making that much money. Exactly. The bigger, the bigger benefit to the larger crowds is there's a thousand people in an audience and they want to hire you for $20,000. Of course. Right. And it's two hours of your right. day. Right? right. Or you could fly to Las Vegas. Get everything comp for you, and and it's a trip. Plus, right. everyone is like, you know, coming over to you, handshaking, treating you to dinner, and it's a good opportunity. And I think, of course, that's that's the direction I'm assuming you want to go. Absolutely, right? that is the direction I'm I'm trying to get to this year. Uh, and and my goal this year is to is to get onto uh, national television too, because cool. that obviously gives you so much exposure. Cool. So uh, I have some some big goals this year. Hey. All of us in this room have yeah. goals, right? <laughs> yeah. Danielle, myself, you know, the whole entire OWL community, right? We're going to get this thing to hundreds of thousands of people in the next 12 months. And uh, stories like yours, Danielle's, will, will come from it, right? Hidden, hidden the big screen for you. And, and Danielle, to my right, you know, a large concert, of course, you know, mm-hmm. singing yep. her new song, Call. Call You. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. So the last part of the show, we have these buzzers right here, right? You're going to get one. Me and Danielle are going to get one and we're going to have a little bet, right? The, if you hit the buzzer first, you have to buy us lunch. We hit the buzzer first. We're going to buy you lunch and we're just going to randomly go around the room asking each other questions. And if you don't want to answer it, you hit the buzzer. Okay. So I'm going to say, what is the most ridiculous thing that someone has asked you to do impersonate and you had to say no, tell us that story. Oh boy. I hope he doesn't hit the buzzer first. This wouldn't be fun. <laughs> might have well, went too hard. I might throw a hardball at him. 
Oh, you get the buzzer. Okay, you'll tell us tell us after the show. We'll give you we'll give you one option to try to get us. We'll yeah, give yeah. you double or nothing. Okay, go ahead. You could get Danielle. You could get me. Anything you want. Now we're going for dinner, of course, though. <laughs> Danielle, uh oh, what's the strangest gig you've ever had? Okay. I was, <laughs> I don't know if this counts as a gig. I mean, I basically, it, it was a gig because it was paid, but I'm trying to remember the name of the app, but there was this like, when I was living in LA, like doing the artist thing, I was like, I'll do whatever to make money and try to figure it out. So I was on this app that was like a streaming app and, you know, just singing. So it was just this weird app. You could be featured on the main page of the app. And within the first five minutes, if you got like 10,000 people to watch you, then you would continue to be featured. And it was just like aggressive. Like I was just standing there singing, trying to get followers like, come on, guys, invite your friends into the room and all this stuff. And um, it just ended up being a lot of creepy men on that app. So I just felt like I was kind of like whoring myself out. Like, no, I wasn't actually whoring myself out, but it felt that way to me. And I was like, wow, I mean, being a performer in general, like you want to, you know, make people happy and that's your job. But this was like next level. I had to be on it every day. So I'd just be like doing my laundry, like, hey guys, like doing laundry. And I was like, okay, this whole Gen Z thing is like not for me. I'm I'm more old school. So I did it for a month and then I... I was out of there. It wasn't worth the creeps. When it was uh, one female, hundred males, or yeah, something, a lot something of foreign men. Yeah, like something, something's not adding up right now. Yeah, it was. It was another also like Asian app, like TikTok, whatever. So I just, it was, it was bizarre, but it was an experience. So, so. you could tell Danielle's a musician because like everyone comes in the podcast studio and they, they never touch the mic. She's like going up, and oh, down, yeah. Up. She's trying to sing on it. Like, you know what's interesting? I always ha- I like to leave the mic even when I perform in the stand. So mm-hmm. I'll have who was ever hosting just kind of get the height right. Sure. Because I like to have the freedom with my hands. Of course. And everyone I imitate. Cool. Well, mm-hmm. Danielle, let, let's have a little fun. The game's not over. It's double or nothing. No, so you want to try to get him or, sh- or you want me to take a round at him? I mean, I thought of a question, but I don't know if it's that, that hard to answer. So maybe you, maybe you should try again. Has anyone tried to do something funny to a significant other and do a funny recording that they wanted you to do? Of course, you have Cameo, right? Cameo. Of course, people are like, oh, let me get my wife. Let me get my my girlfriend, my boyfriend. Was there one in particular you could remember? And can you can you do it for us? Well, I can't. And it might have been radar. There's been a bunch where people who hate Trump, they want me to prank call them as Trump. And call them like a na- I think I did it to like an aunt or something. So there was a, some ex- more extended family member where I did it where I where I had to call as Trump and okay. call them a nasty woman and all that. Okay, let's uh, do it. I want to hear it. Go ahead. Excuse me, Aunt Rosie. I'm calling you to tell you that you're very nasty. I would call you a nasty woman, and you know who told me to call you? Your husband. Okay. <laughs> And he's a loser, too, by the way. And I will say this. Not only are you nasty, but you're also very low IQ. Okay? And then I get hung up uh, on. We got to get you to, like, Mar-a-Lago. I feel like we're so 
close. Like, I don't a lot, know. A lot of people around Trump have been seeing my impression. So I think it's bound to happen. I, yeah, I have a couple people that I know that are members there. So I need to, we need to talk after this. We'll I do see. Joe Biden too, by the way. If you want to hear her just a little yeah. bit. Oh, of course. Go for it. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, Jerry. I mean, um, uh, what's your name again? Jason. Uh, uh, Jerry, thanks for having me on the, uh, uh, the, um, the radio thing. That, um, come on, man. Give me a break. Let's get ice cream sometime. <laughs> I'm being serious. It's no joke. I, don't, I, don't, I like how he changes his, his facial know, expression as well to go with it. Yeah. I do. I have a lot of fun with Biden. Face mannerisms and walking. I do you like picture them in your head when you do it? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah I, mm-hmm. have to, I pretend I believe I'm actually them. As mm-hmm, I'm doing them. Mm-hmm. I'm doing You're them. an actor. You see Larry David. Oh, yeah. yeah gotta be honest. Podcast. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, well, podcast, not so bad. Not so Are you bad. on a lot of podcasts, by the way? Yeah, so, so. Yeah, well, that would make sense. Podcasts are all audio, most of them. Yeah, I was on, oh, actually, I was on ESPN radio the other day in Arizona. Cool. Yeah, uh, it makes perfect sense. Of, yeah. You know, listeners hear that voice and like, oh my God, they, they want to keep listening. They want course. to keep listening to it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, podcast is, it's a major issue today. There's so many that have come out. There's 2 million plus the last time I looked and. Mm. You know, it's hard to get engagement with the shows that you have. So you have to be unique. So cool. Well, I can see that in your future. Maybe an add-on, you know, as a piece where you, you're messing around with other guests all the time. Right. It's audio only. Right. Cool. 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 Well, thanks for joining us on the Apple Podcast today. For audience listening, what are the best routes they can get in touch with you? Uh, Twitter is at Josh Impressions. My Instagram is Josh Rosen cool. Impressions because Josh Impressions isn't available. <laughs> <laughs> and my website is joshrosenimpressions.com where I have all my information. You can order a voice or video cool. message on there or uh, contact me if you want to book you me for a show. You got to get merch soon too. Do you have any merch? I did have merch okay. uh, when I was doing some other uh, plant-based comedy stuff yep. with shirts that used to say gluten-free giggles and laugh out lentil yeah. oh but God. I don't sell those anymore cool. so uh, but I will I'll be working on some new merch cool and everything's available he says not available you know one day you put a price in front of that person I'm sure it will become it will available be available quite yeah. quickly yeah well thanks for joining us on the owl podcast today for everyone listening call him right on owl right now he's he's pretty inexpensive because we force all of our new experts to charge one dollar before they get that opportunity and that privilege to charge what they would like. So sneak in a call before he gets to that 10 calls. And then after that, he's going up to his cameo rates, which I do not know what they are, but I know they're not cheap. They're exorbitant. They're, so you better, quite you better get it in now. Get, get the in. call in now. Take care, everybody. See you later.